Hello, congregation. <laughs> I'm Ricky Gold. I'm a senior at Mount Brook High School with my fellow colleague. When Sipo asked me to give a sermon during the wonderful service of you Sunday, there is only one thing I could think of. I will have to sacrifice my church service nap time. Out of all the qualified people to be talking during this youth Sunday, there must have been a lack of options. Though, I may be good with presentation skills and talking in front of people, I really just can't write. School papers, essays, resumes, sermons, and if it's hard to picture how bad someone can be at writing, my dad is older than my English grade. To be honest, I feel they're becoming less and less original ideas for sermons. Easily, I could talk about my experience through attending St. Stephen's, relate biblical verses through the church reading and parables, and how they relate to my real life occurrences, or explain some real tough and hard time in my life, and how Christ has brought me back. So as I continue, I think it'd be rude not to touch on at least one common topic, if not all three. However, I like to add a little spice to everything. Rewind over 18 years ago. I was born to the great town of Flowood, Mississippi. I'm not sure which church we attended, but we were probably priesters, those families who only attend the Easter and Christmas services. For all of you parents with young children, I'm sure church is the first and the last place you want to bring them. Later on in life, my family moved to Birmingham, and along with moving came a new home parish. I remember Sunday school was always interesting for the peculiar elementary school kiddo. And did I enjoy it? Indeed. Though, also, I was the type of person to tell my parents there was no Sunday school if I wasn't in the creation kitchen. I've always enjoyed coming two days a week to hang out with the other lucky St. Stephen's youth, as it has given me a chance to make some cool friendships. Though, I think the greatest thing St. Stephen's has given me is opportunity. Cliché, but hear me out. With opportunity, St. Stephen's filled my doubt. On one hand, my journey of belief is not as black and white as Thomas, who needed to see the belief. On the other hand, nor was my journey cracking down on authority, like Peter and the disciples. However, my journey always included myself, locked behind a set of questions. I've always liked to be the known, not the unknown, I've always wanted to be included, not excluded. I've always wanted to believe in the best when the best is yet to come. I spent most of my time looking up to something intangible, the idealized persona, which is nothing short of an unreal fantasy. I think this reading of John leaves this interpretation of imagination. I won't believe until I see. Thomas tried to deny, and he tried to deny again. Thomas didn't come to believe until Jesus was there in front of him. I wish sometimes people had that little bit of Thomas, including myself, to stay grounded. I'll get my English test back, and of course, I won't believe the big 5-7 over 100 that I get. I thought I'd only gotten the 47. Thomas would aim low and not be disappointed when he failed. But to aim low and have your expectations exceeded may not be the saying that people should be telling others, but it is an outtake that can be the better saying 
in a room full of very bad sayings. Now take an opposite and reflect back on what is mentioned in the reading from Acts. Balance with authority. Peter claimed we must obey God rather than any human authority. And Peter, I'd agree. Imagine there are no Democratic Party or Republican Party, but instead a God squad. I'm not very big on politics, but surely everyone would not be opposed to liking the same person. That person was pretty chill. Take a look when divided people who are always questioning and fighting against authority come together for a common cause. USA men's national soccer team, for example, when those boys start playing in the FIFA World Cup, it doesn't matter what type of person you are within these borders. We're all on the same team. Now, surely, it can be hard to unite to, to a common good, especially when the USA doesn't qualify for the World Cup. But think about all the people in the world. There are people in churches, there are people in mosques, there are people in temples, and there are people in synagogues. Same religions, different religions, same race, different race, same gender, different gender, same love for English, others not quite as much. But we all look up to authority. And this authority is different than the ones people clash against, challenge, preach for, and preach against. This is the authority that is the backbone of billions of people in the world, the authority that lays a path for people to follow, or the authority that gives 11-year-old girls a chance to put a Bible verse in their Instagram bio. If you haven't gotten the chance to take away anything I've said in the past couple of minutes, then take a piece of this, if you want. Sometimes you're the Thomas, other times the Peter. But no matter in what you believe in or what you don't believe, what authorities are tied to your interest or authorities in your burn book, you are you and I is me. Me is, I, me is me. And don't worry, I am low, but that low happens to be very high. And I'll take what I live by and what I've learned for the next couple of years at Auburn University in the fall. As for Thomas, I know many who don't believe in the Episcopal community until they see it. For measure, I always say the same thing for those who ask what it is like to be an Episcopal. We are less serious than the Catholics but know our stuff unlike the Baptist. As for Peter, I built upon authority. This past year, I got the chance to serve as the chair of the Episcopal Diocese of Alabama Youth Department. It gave me the best year of my life, but it also totally 180 my view on authority. And for all of you with youth still growing up, come talk, about, come talk to me about these opportunities I've had the chance to perform in the past year. It molded my beliefs into something solid and took authority and made it grounded. It let me become me, and I don't have much to thank for that, except the parish of St. Stephen's. Thank you. People are often unreasonable, illogical, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you will win some false friends and some true enemies. Succeed anyway. If you are honest and frank, people may cheat you. Be honest and frank anyway. What you spend years building, someone could destroy overnight. Build anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, they may be jealous. 
be happy anyway. The good you do today, people will often forget tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, and it may never be enough. Give the world the best you have anyway. You see, in the final analysis, it is between you and your God. It was never between you and them anyway. Mother Teresa. Hello, friends and churchgoers. My name is Kathleen Odom. I'm a senior at Mountain Brook High School, along with my friend Ricky, and I have been a member of this great congregation since the seventh grade. I was introduced to the Christian faith in the Methodist Church, and through much soul-searching and growing, found my home among the Episcopalians. The Gospel today comes to us from John. In John, we see a clear depiction of doubt, and rightly so. Thomas has seen Jesus' life and Jesus' death with his own eyes. He knows these things to be true. We know our faith is a relational one, and Thomas has fully experienced a relational God. He'd touched him with his hands and eaten with him and heard his voice. He'd seen miracles with his own eyes that you and I only have the luxury of reading about. This was easy to believe. Thomas also knew for certain of his friend's death. With his eyes he'd seen and his ears he'd heard the horrors, the blood, the pain, the cross. This was easy to believe. So when Thomas approached with nothing when Thomas was approached with nothing but a statement of Jesus' return, this was, in comparison, not so easy to believe. He demands tangible proof to see him, to hear his voice, to touch his wounds. Surely this would be easier to believe. But Thomas's friend, Jesus, comes to him and tells him to do away with doubt. Whether easy to believe or not, believe anyway. The praised one praises those who have pure faith and in spite of how palpable it may or may not be, believe anyway. Right now, I'm beginning the process of packing up my belongings and memories and moving away from almost everything I know and love. I'll be leaving behind the only house I've ever lived in, every church I've ever attended, the useless knowledge of the fastest way to get probably anywhere in this town, and some of the greatest humans that could ever possibly exist anywhere ever. And I get scared. All the time, I get scared. The temptation to try and take control of a life that was never mine to begin with has never been greater. At times, there's so much happening in my life that nothing that I see looks like God. The story of a doubtful Thomas reminds me to be believe anyway. Sometimes seeing is believing, but sometimes all it takes to believe is just to do it. Faith is not blindly following orders, Faith is complete trust in a God who is good even when our circumstances aren't. So as I look around the room, I see many faces, and I'm going to assume, just based on what I see, that not everyone is going to college in the fall. <laughs> but you may be in a time of transition in your life. Maybe you're getting married, starting a family, starting a new job, or maybe you just got a risky haircut and you're scared to go to work tomorrow. If that's you, believe anyway. Our God is everywhere, whether you see him or not. Even when it's been a long day and the purple waterfall of kudzu blossoms just looks like weeds to you, believe that it's more than that anyway. Even when the little girl behind you who's learning to talk just sounds like gibberish, believe anyway. Even when it's raining but not peaceful, nap weather kind of rain, just annoying, ugly rain, believe anyway. Even when the whole world is out to get you, believe anyway. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. 
Besides, in the final analysis, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway.